listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he knocked the headgear off him. This is Welcome to the Saturday edition of Footy Talk on Listener. My name's Tony Squires. We're thrilled to be joined by the best middle forward in the world in the women's game. Millie Boyle. Wow. <laughs> Not quite, too big, is it? Quite the introduction. I, I wouldn't really say that, but uh, it's great to be here, Tony. Dual code international. You've won three premierships in uh, over four years and with two different clubs so far. Are you doing okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, it has been a, a great journey up until now and, um, yeah, really grateful for my opportunity, opportunities that I've had in rugby league and looking forward to many more. Obviously, last year, uh, the Knights, which was amazing for Newcastle, but second year in the competition, they come through uh, to make her up and then yourself uh, move, do a brilliant job for them. And the, how is that feeling? Because uh, boy from Newcastle, it's a town that does embrace not just success, but they just embrace a team that has a crack. Yeah, they really do. And I, I had heard a lot about it and, you know, you, you hear things and, of course, people are going to support if you're doing well, that kind of thing. But from the very beginning, you know, after round one when we played at McDonald Jones, we had people coming up in the street, like, saying that they'd watched our game, that they'd stayed behind, that they were so proud of us and we're doing so well for the town. And these are just, like, two old blokes going for a swim in the morning, like, <laughs> having their morning coffee. Everyone's just so uh, happy to, to talk to you and... Uh, they really embrace embraced our team. And that's good. And they're also quick to hate now that you've moved on. No. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they all walk, are. <laughs> you can't walk down Hunter Street anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> Big hoodie. No. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're still living out there in beautiful Merriweather? Yes, yes. Um, Adam and I are still living up there. He's obviously still with the Knights. Um, and, yeah, living in Merriweather. I'm down in Sydney a fair bit anyway with work and other various things. So it wasn't too. it's not too much of a change for me um, coming down to Sydney. So, yeah, chuck on a good podcast and... Uh, and head down, and I'm there. She's talking about this podcast, That's ladies it. and gentlemen. Absolutely. <laughs> Footy talk. Yeah, well, well, great signing, obviously, for the Roosters. You've dragged along Keely Davis from the Dragons, which upsets me no end. <laughs> uh, no end, but still. One of the things, I guess, with, with a lot of people following uh, the NRLW, because it was sort of season at a time, um, there hasn't this season being no continuity really with lots of changes mm, lots that of will movement. settle down given that long contracts can come into being. Absolutely. From now on, I mean, we've got four more teams in the comp as well. So there has been season to season contracting. So even though you are living and, and playing with a club, as soon as that that time was over, you know, you were off contract. So there was no obligation to stay. And now that we can get multi-year contracts, because we know we're going to have 10 teams in the comp for the next you know, three, four years, people can actually commit to a club, they can relocate, they can really start to build and be a part of something and we won't see this crazy, you know, signing frenzy everywhere, people moving, going from club to club. We won't see that anymore. It'll be like drips and drabs along the um, in-between seasons but um, we're really starting to build what's going to be the the makeup of our of our teams. You're at the Roosters. Um, what sort of contact is there between the men's team and the women's team? Well, to be, to be honest, we haven't actually really started yet with the NRLW. So um, our pre-season kicks off at the end of this month. And uh, bef- 
up until now, um, we've just been with our Harvey Norman clubs. So yep. I play with the Central Coast Roosters and people play, you know, all around Sydney. If there's people in Queensland that, um, you know, play, they play in their respective teams and we all play against each other on the weekends and uh, our coach, John Strange, just kind of gets us in here and there and does a few training sessions when we can, but um, more just fitness and, and getting us ready for the preseason. Because I was going to say that you've got a lot of work to do with your, <laughs> with your roosters if they're asking you for advice. 48 to 8 just looking at last night. This is an extraordinary uh, game of rugby league. Well, an extraordinary score to begin with. It, and, yeah. and the Panthers, they played great. You know, slowly worked their way into it, but there clearly is for the Roosters uh, because during the week there was the whole thing about we need to come with energy, we need to play for each other. And the first 10 minutes there was, that was there, but it fell away. Fell away pretty quickly, unfortunately. Yeah, they were really touching on uh, those effort areas and wanting to be better and, you know, like you said, turning up with lots of energy. And I think they actually began really well. But, yeah, 24 points in the first half and 24 points in the second half, it's just not good enough from from the Roosters. For any NRL club or NRLW club to be losing by that, it's yeah. just, yeah, unexplainable. Uh, and on top of all that, there's a couple of injury concerns. Now, Jade Warrior Hargreaves came off. It looked like a peck. I'm not sure the seriousness of that. We'll obviously check that across the day. But uh, And also Joey Manu with uh, an ankle. ankle. It wasn't a high ankle, I don't think, which is, uh, is good news. But there's a couple of players there they can't afford to have out. They do. Absolutely. And, yeah, hopefully uh, we did hear um, towards the end of the game that he was walking unassisted. So yep. hopefully that means it's, you know, whether he does make it back for next week or if he has to have one week off, it didn't seem too serious. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Walker's had an injury playing uh, New South Wales Cup as well, so that doesn't help. They're really... What timing those are for old Sam. Yeah, I know. Sitting so ready to go. Yeah, very disappointing and no doubt ca- causing lots of headaches for Ch- for Trent Robinson. Is it, you, you talk about that scoreline, and it is very difficult when you get beaten so comprehensively this uh, far into the season. For the Roosters, they often start a season you know, and work into it, but their trajectory is always in that right yeah. direction. This is a really flat spot and a difficult time for them, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We haven't seen uh, their usual outfit that we have seen in the previous years, them being so dominant. It's almost like, you know, they're heading into games that they should be, you know, being up there and competing and almost winning. You know, you can almost um, pick that they're going to win yeah. um, a lot of games and, and it hasn't really been like that. There has been a lot of chop and changing and, uh, yeah, their halves combo with, with Joey Marnie, great athlete, but, you know, a lot a lot of pressure on him to just, you know, Play the six jer- play in the six jersey. Yeah. So, yeah, a bit of disruption around uh, Suwali'i yeah. uh, going over to rugby union, and a lot of talk. And then, you know, you've got um, Brendan Smith. Whether he starts, whether he comes off the bench, where he is most impactful. So, yeah, they've still got such a great team and yes. like amazing players. It just hasn't really. There's been quite a lot of change, and I don't think it's really come together for them yet. Plenty to think about for Trent Robinson. Okay, the number six jersey on the other side of the field, uh, Jerome Luai. It's also in a blue shade that he's mm-hmm. been looking at, but there's been so much talk about him uh, with Nico Hines and so on, others who have put their hands up. In terms of an audition last night getting closer to yeah. origin, it was pretty impressive. Very impressive, especially against, you know, a team like uh, the Roosters. They're not they're not a bad team. They're a great yeah. team, but Luai just had a field day out there and almost looked like they didn't want to want to touch him. He was just making um, gold out of nothing. And uh, 
I would have, yeah, it, it, it's a tough one. He has played before, played Origin. Would have been great to see uh, Nico Hines. I'm sure they'll both obviously be in the squad um, going into camp. But that combination between Cleary and Luai just... Yep. Yeah, it's hard to beat, isn't it? When they're playing week in, week out, you don't have too much time in origin camp to be able to pull things together. You know, they just play so naturally and when they're on, they're really on. And then you've got the number 13, Isaiah Yo, who is such a great leader for that team. And then he Did you see that kick, kick. he brought in? <laughs> I know, no, that was so good. He like, scored off it. He said, I have seen this happen before. I know how to do it. Boot across. And I like, know. He's like, Cleary, get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, he's very impressive. One of the best locks in the game at the moment. And Well, yeah. he did the old fashioned lock chase down uh, <laughs> of Teddy, of Tedesco, yeah. and did, you know, just followed him, trailed him, and the classic tackle from Yeah, the lock. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely brilliantly impressive from uh, the Panthers, as we said, 48 to 8 over the Roosters. Lots of thinking to be done in Bondi Junction. All right, the, uh, the Warriors and the Bulldogs. 24-12, this was, again, the Warriors have had a couple of, you know, weeks where they haven't been quite as up as they were at the beginning of the season, but, gee, they looked good. Sean Johnson was brilliant. Chance Nicol Klukstar, sensational. Chance is playing so well, and it, he just looks like he's really enjoying his footy. Yeah. He's back in New Zealand. It's so good to see. You know, he wasn't playing much first grade last year. He was playing a lot of New South Wales Cup. Ricky wanted to get Xavier Savage ready, so... You know, he's really out for a bit of redemption to be like, I deserve to be here. You know, he's just playing with so much energy. And and Sean Johnson, I mean, he's just playing unreal every week. They had such a great combination and I think they Warriors as a whole played really well. yeah, it's good. It's good to see. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's the thing. The things that they did for the NRL during COVID was sensational. So it's great to see them having a run around and a win. But uh, for the Bulldogs, again, a little bit of a slippery slope. They had a couple of weeks where they all, uh, felt up a bit, but they've had those injuries. Uh, the Fox didn't make it. Mm. We thought he was going to, but yeah. uh, uh, still slightly injured. And the Matt Burton halfback thing is also seemingly problematic. Yeah, just they're still not quite as connected as, you know, they've got such new recruits as well. It's going to take a lot of time to, to yep. build. But, yeah, even that, that kick that uh, Sean Johnson put in, and I think it was the first try, and, and um, Josh Curran scored. Yep. Like, no one, there was no one to be seen. It's like they didn't even realise they were on their line. Just a little bit of, I don't know whether it's communication or yeah. what's doing. There's just seemed to fall apart quite easily. And, and the other man who filled in at the, uh, in the half was Ronald Volkman. Yep. His try, his footwork for that was... Brilliant. I know. Genius. God, he just so reactive, yep. that little kick, kick, and then he goes, oh, well, I'll kick again. And um, it's those people who can do that kind of sidestep in midair. In midair. Yeah, they actually seem to move. I know. It's, yeah. It's, As a prop, I have no <laughs> idea what that feels like. I've got one direction and one pace, and uh, it looks beautiful to watch. I idolise it from afar. <laughs> but, yeah, he did really well. Even from close-up, when they do it, you just stand and watch and let them go by. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, even if there is space, I feel like I'll I just <laughs> run to the people, like, you know. Uh, I love it. 24-12, the Warriors, too good for the doggies. Uh, so much to come ahead. You're listening to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. When we come back, we'll preview a massive Super Saturday. <laughs> Welcome back to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. Millie Boyle and Tony Squires with you. Okay, then let's have a look, turn our attention to this Super Saturday. 
First game, South Sydney taking on the high-flying West Tigers. Can household... It's, look, it's a great story that the Tigers have started to build something. Two in a row. Uh, haven't done three games with three wins in succession for five years. Five years. Five years. It's a, a huge call, especially since here at Accor they come up against the uh, the Rabbits. The Rabbits. Look, I don't see it being a fairy tale three in a row. I think it'll finish at 2-0 and oh, and the Rabbits will... Uh, get the chocolates on this one yep. uh, quite uh, convincingly, but... So look. ironic the rabbits are having to get the chocolates <laughs> this time after having given them at uh, Easter, but still. <laughs> uh, South Sydney too good for the West Tigers. You'd imagine that would be right. Okay, the other game then we had north is the 300th game for Ben Hunt. He's been playing a terrific brand of footy. He just needs some blokes to go with him. Surely... On an occasion like this, they're in uh, North Queensland, taking on North Queensland. The Dragons have to step up, don't they? Yeah, they do. And uh, for someone like Ben Hunt, I mean, if there were a few more Ben Hunts on the field, I think yep. they'd be a much better uh, team. I totally. mean, he's like, what do you want me to do? Play prop as well. And <laughs> he's jumping in anywhere he can and um, he's always such a, like, plays with his with absolutely everything. So, yeah, they will need to, um, to play well like, against the Cowboys up there especially. And it's tough. I mean, the entire season the white noise has been pretty intense around the club, hasn't it, around coach Anthony Griffin. That continued this week. Obviously, they you know they didn't want to get it too hard, uh, didn't want to make any moves given it was the 300th for Ben Hunt. It was a great and very close relationship with the coach. Yeah, look, this one's – I find this one quite tricky. I just – there's so much heat. It's almost that's what's making things worse. You were really uncovering everything. If you look at every club in yep. detail and, and put everyone, every coach, you know, on the chopping block after a few losses or, you know. Yeah. And it's not like they've even been losing by that much. They've actually been in that smaller margin. Yep. Uh, but I just don't see the, you know, need for that disruption uh, through in, in the middle of the season. It's just not good for the team. It's not good for the coach. It's not good for the fans either. So... Yeah. Let's see how they respond, uh, the Dragons taking on North Queensland. The uh, final game for this evening is the Raiders and Parramatta. The Eels, who'd have thought that the Eels would be uh, out of the eight this far into the season? They certainly are that. Uh, and they haven't got Mitchell Moses. Yeah, look, that one's going to be costly for them uh, under the new HIA rules. But, yeah, look, I think Raiders will be too good down there at GIO. They'll be ready and roaring to go. They've... Um, Kind of, they've found some re- really great form. They didn't have the best start, but um, yeah, I think they'll do well. All right, there you have it. I'll get your uh, your prediction in a minute. Your bold prediction first. So the other game, of course, it's the final week. It's the special inclusion program. Now you've got uh, an all abilities team. You and uh, Adam. What's the yes, story there? Yes, we've got a. We run uh, mental health and wellbeing workshops for people with disabilities, and uh, we spend an hour indoors and an hour outdoors every week. And this one has led into after a six week program, led into a game of footy just before the men play at McDonald Jones Stadium. So thanks to NIB. We've got uh, 24 participants running out and playing on McDonald Jones Stadium. So they're very right. excited. They've been nervous all week. They're, yeah, cannot wait. It's uh, absolute highlight of their lives. So, yeah, very exciting. That is sensational. All right, Millie, uh, what is your special tip? What's your bold prediction? My bold prediction is Raiders 13 plus down at, down at home. Raiders yeah. 13 plus. Yeah. All right. I love What's it. yours? What's yours? West Tigers, third in a row. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I sat in this very chair and tipped that the Tigers would beat the Panthers. So I'm on such a roll. You would have been I'm in such one a of very few, but how good did it feel afterwards? Yeah, exactly. You would have well, felt like the players. Oh, I did. <laughs> I can't believe I wasn't invited into the direction. <laughs> the one loyal supporter. <laughs> exactly. Millie Boyle, uh, great to uh, chat with you. That's all for the Saturday edition of the Footy Talk podcast. On listener, Jimmy Graham, Ben Dobbin, we'll be back in the hot seat tomorrow. Excellent. Uh, you're going to roll the, do the intro. Welcome to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener, Tony Squires and NRLW superstar Millie Boyle in for this Saturday. Coming up, 44-point thumping, injuries to key players and questions over their recruitment are the roosters in crisis. And Sean Johnson keeps rolling back the clock as the Warriors snap their three-game losing streak. That's so much more on the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. Listener.